today I want to talk about vision boards. I usually spend this time of the year planning for the next year, ensuring that my plans are realistic and putting everything down on paper. So this is my time to vision board. So as I was doing my own vision board, I was like, why don't I tell the Access Genie family about how I go through my process of creating a vision board. Really, for me, it starts with God. And if you're in my life in any shape or form, you'll know how much of a role God plays in my life. And I always bring him in because even say so in Habakkuk 2 verses 2 to 3, it says, write down clearly on tablets whatever I reveal to you so that it can be read at a glance. Put it in writing because it is not yet time for it to come true. However, the time is coming quickly and what I'll show you will come true. Listen to that. What I'll show you will come true. It may seem slow in coming, but wait for it, it will certainly take place and I will. it will not be delayed. So I absolutely love that verse because I know that anything that I dream of in my life or anything that's placed in my heart, that's God showing me the things. And as Habakkuk says, when he shows you, believe it, write it. It's not time for it to happen yet, but write it down so that it can be read at a glance and it will surely come true. So I go through my process of vision board writing really with God in it. At the beginning, when I was young, I really didn't believe in creating vision boards because back then I used to believe that if I can dream it or think about it then it's not big enough for me because God says for I know the plans I have for you so I always thought if his plans are to prosper me I can't really imagine it because it's going to be even bigger than anything that I can imagine and I really value being prepared right and being ready for any growth that comes into my life no matter how it may come how quickly or how slow or how it would work. However, in my growing up, now I've come to realize that a vision board can actually help me in even celebrating myself and my wins. And this is because I'm a, my personality is always working and I'm always pushing to achieve new things. I always have new ideas and I forget to take a step back just to breathe and say, we did it. And this was good and it was amazing. So now when I do my vision board, it's also, it's so that I can put it down like in the book of Habakkuk. And it's also so that I can be able to create a, what I call an accomplishment board or an achievement board. And through this process, I'm able to take a breath every time I achieve something because I have to put it in my achieve board. So this is my process of vision board writing or vision board creating every single year because it starts with God it means that it starts with prayer right I spend a lot of time inviting good energy around me around my space I often listen to a lot of sermons that I love from my favorite preachers I listen to a lot of music and in the music that I listen to it's gospel it's pop it's country like jazz, different genres of music, but as long as the songs are motivational, 
uplifting or educational. They move me in a certain way. I add those songs to my playlist. If you want my vision board writing playlist, please check the description below. I've listed all of my favorite songs that always make it when I prepare my vision board because I really, really love those songs. And of course, you know, the young says, I was he is there. If you know me, you know that's my number one most favorite song in the world. So that song is definitely also in the list. Check the description box below. And during this quiet time in prayer, I invite God into my space so that I can be original with my ideas and the things that I put on the vision board. I'm aware that because right now we're exposed to so much miscommunication and ideas and people in people's lives, sometimes you might end up putting things on the vision board that aren't God sent or that aren't meant for me just because I saw Boydi do it or because I saw Laura do it or anybody do it, right? So I tried to really get centered in myself and who I am and invite God and good energy in the space so that whatever I do is original for me. And that these things that are put on the board are spirit-led. It's easy to follow what we see out there and not follow what God has in store for us. So when I write my vision board, I ensure that everything that I put on this board is achievable and it's realistic. And most importantly, it's short-term. It shouldn't be, I want to be president in 2024 because there's no way I can be president in 2024. I can't be in the ballot in 2024, no matter what I do. So they need to be short-term goals that are realistic and they are achievable. So when I do this, I always ask my question, and these are questions that you can ask yourself as well. You have to have a reason why you want that particular item on the board. Why do you want it? Why is it making it onto the board? Question that, why? Question yourself, why? And when you're in doubt and it feels like there's something not right, trust your instinct and trust your gut. Remove it. Only put things that feel instinctively right to be on the board and you need to know why you're adding them onto that particular board. And you need to be specific, right, about what you want uh, on that vision board. You can even Photoshop yourself onto the pictures on the vision board if you want. Like, literally be specific. If you want a Porsche, say exactly, I want a 2024 Porsche KM. And put images, print it out, cut it out, and then organize the board and make it look nice and visually appealing. I'll show you guys my board for 2024 at the end of this video. And once I've done that, I try to always like visualize myself living that life that is on that board right and while I visualize I start praying I put my vision board together I save everything I know that I want God to be a part of it I manifest towards it I pray for the vision I close my eyes guys sometimes you'll think girl has lost her mind because I'll literally walk around the house manifesting exactly the things that I've put on my board so that they can come true. And for me to also have ideas on how to make those things on the vision board come true. And after I've done this whole process, then I move on to the next phase, which is about me 
putting step-by-step plans on how to achieve all of those things on the board, right? So for example, one of my goals for 2024 is for my PR and marketing business to grow, especially its business consulting department, as well as get some clients on the rest of the continent. So when I've got that on my vision board, then I have to go, if I want clients in Kenya, how am I going to do it? Who do I know who can help me make that happen? How do I really get there? So I always go back to that step by step. How do I achieve all of those things that are on the board. And then I prepare my plan for Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. Those are all the things I need to be able to achieve each quarter. And, and smaller pieces of work where I can say, today, Monday, the 1st of January, I will work on one, two, three, four. And this is where I need to be at the end of the week, right? So that you're able to achieve all of those goals. And then another thing that I then do I create a separate achieve board. I mentioned earlier that this achieve board is absolutely critical for me because I'm always on the go. I need something to force me to sort of take a step back and breathe, right? So I create an achieve board. If anything that was on my vision board comes to life, I take it and I put it on the achieve board. It's a moment I take to breathe and celebrate and see my progress. So as the year progresses, the achieve board is also um, getting filled. And it's not always things that were on your vision board that will make it to the achieve board because some things just happen. God sometimes just blesses us with some things that we wouldn't have anticipated. So I take all of those things from my uh, um, achieve board, whether they were on the vision board or not, if I've achieved something that's big and great and amazing, I take it and I put it on my achieve board. That's really, really important. After I've started my achieve board where I'm going to put all of my achievements, I also write four letters to myself. And those four letters are congratulatory letters to myself. I, I write them before the year even starts. I read each letter every quarter. Remember I said that I'll have goals and targets for every quarter. So then in my first letter, I'll write, Ansela, congratulations, you've worked so hard. You've given up one, two, three, four. And because of that, you were able to achieve this and this and that that you wanted to achieve this quarter. Some of the things might not have gone the way you want the, we wanted them to go, but know that you've done your best. I'm so proud of you. I'm prou proud of the woman you've become. I write those letters, and it's four of them, and I read each one after every three months or every quarter, and I'm able to analyze how that quarter went. I just keep those letters and keep reading them to myself every quarter. I must try it. It's really, really beautiful and comforting. And in that way, you become your own personal cheerleader and the person that you need to push yourself. However, even if you are a great personal cheerleader, you also need an accountability partner sometimes. And for me, I make sure I'm my own accountability partner first before I get other people to be my accountability partners. For example, I've got an incredible uh, coach who's my accountability partner. We have conversations every two weeks, and it's amazing. My husband is my accountability partner. My family in certain spaces of my life are my accountability partners. But I also work as my own accountability partner because I have to always self-lead. So I do weekly debriefs with myself. Like, how did the week go? 
this week when it started, what had you set out to achieve? And did you achieve those things? And if you didn't achieve those things, what did you miss? What should you improve on? How does this impact your life? How does this impact the goals that you have for the year? So I hold myself accountable and talk to myself and really do weekly debriefs. When I need a push and a kick, I remind myself that I need a push and a kick. If I feel like I can't push myself on my own, then I get other people to say, listen, I'm realizing that I'm really falling behind. I'm not holding myself accountable enough. Could you please help me? And people are always able to help you. So if you're a person that believes in routines, also cre create a routine that can help you. What time do you wake up? What do you do first thing when you wake up? Are you the one who's going to meditate or you're going to read the Bible or do you sing or do you go for a run? What do you do? Do you pray? Do you do quality time with your spouse? Do you shower in the morning and then start your day? And what does that day look like? So that's really, really important. And then now January 1st comes, right? I've written my vision board. I know that I'm going to do weekly debriefs with myself and get accountability partners and every single thing that I need to achieve every quarter. I also put myself on a challenge. You know, I got this idea from how the presidential campaigns in the US work. You know, when a new president is sewn in, then they have their first 100 days to prove themselves or to get a bill passed or to do something meaningful and impactful. Whatever you do in your first 100 days determines what kind of president you'll be, right? So I, I take that idea and I say, all right, I'm going to take my first 100 days of the year and try and achieve one, two, three, four that are part of my vision board because it's going to set pace for the rest of the year. So push yourself and put yourself in that pressure to say, first 100 days, I need to lay the foundation for the rest of the year. So having clarity of those first 100 days and nailing those 100 days is always such an incredible feeling that sets you for a new challenge in that year. So I hope that really, really helps you put together your own vision board. One thing that's also important as you plan for your 2024 or plan for your life is really writing your own mission and value statement. I've got one for myself. I put together a mission and value statement because they help guide my mission as Ancela as well as my businesses for me to even check if my businesses aligned to my personal mission. So try and write that personal vision, mission and value statement for yourself. When writing this, it helps you really find meaning in your life, find purpose in your life, define what success truly means to you. It helps you really just live better, healthier and happier and for you to create exactly the kind of life that you want. And for me, this vision, mission statement and vision statement as well as the value statement really helped me avoid the shiny new thing syndrome, right? Because if you're a creative and an ideas person like myself, there's always a new idea and something new for you to do. So if you've got guidelines that are governing exactly what you're going to do and what you're not going to do, you're not going to then run and chase after the shiny new thing because you already have your own thing that you're working on. It helps re me really keep on track 
and for me to be content with what I'm doing and how I'm doing it in my progress because then I don't feel pressure. This person has achieved this and that. Like, good for them, but that wasn't part of my vision, my mission, my goals for the year or even for my life. So good on them, but that's not for me. So it's really important to do that. A few mission statements that I really love. One is by your fave, Auntie Oprah Winfrey. Hers is to, she says to be a teacher and to be known for inspiring my students to be more than they thought they could be. That's hers. And then Elon Moss one says, if something is important enough, you should try, even if the probable outcome is failure. I love it, right? If something is important enough, you should try, even if the probable outcome is failure. And Walt Disney's was to make people happy, literally, yes to make people happy. Richard Branson's one is to never repeat a mistake and have fun along the way. And then Jay Shetty, one of my most favorite teachers and podcasters, he is just to make wisdom go viral, make wisdom go viral. So that's really amazing. Maybe there's what inspire you to create your own mission statement. And let me tell you my mission statement. My mission statement is Ansela is to leave a meaning of my name, be an Ansela. And Ansela is an aid to achieving by helping people achieve their goals in business and in life. So literally, I just want to be an Ansela, be an aid to achieving, helping people um, live their happy lives. And if you're still struggling with how to write this mission statement for yourself, I, maybe you should follow this formula, right? It is the value you create plus the people you are creating for plus the desired outcome. It gives you a mission statement. I hope you enjoy writing your own mission statement and putting your vision board together because 2024 is your year to live the life that you want. But for you to have the life you want, you need to envision it, you need to manifest it, and you need to create it. Earlier, I promised to show you my vision board. Here is a snippet. It's pretty, right? Really cute. So I hope that all of these things will be moving to my Achieve Board. I hope that you create yours too and that your Achieve Board becomes a celebration board at the end of the year. 